like the saying, it, it takes a village, I think, you know, holds very true. And I think that we should all take care of each other. And I think this is a great event to bring everybody in our community together. Hey everyone, Cole Turnbull with Coraline Advice Givers, where we interview Coraline business owners, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to bring Coraline residents the best advice from our community's brightest minds. I'm excited for my guest today, Elena Matthews, who's the director of Run for 271, which is a local nonprofit that raises money for our local elementary schools. What really stood out to me when I first came across Run for 271 was that they give 100% of the funds raised back to elementary schools to help fund classrooms, libraries, crisis counseling, PE, and art programs. Last year alone, they were able to raise nearly $25,000 to help school programs, truly making a difference in our kids' lives. Thank you for coming on to share your story with us, Elena. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. Uh, Before we get into Run for 271, you want to give us a backstory about, you know, how you got to where you're at today? Okay, so... My backstory is I grew up in Utah. Um, my mom was a teacher when I was in elementary school. And so I learned a lot about what schools need from growing up. And so that kind of, and she instilled in me the need to give back and the need to give to schools. Um, but as far as I grew I, I grew up in Utah I went to Southern Utah University. I got a business degree there and then uh, moved up to Coeur d'Alene in about 2001. So I've been here quite a while. And then I decided to go to nursing school. So I've been a nurse for about 10 years now, a little over 10 years. And I've been working with Run for 271 for about six years now. Okay. And then when you came in, Let's now let's dive in, I guess, before first, before we get into 271. Okay. What is it? What is 271? What's the goal of it? What's your mission? So, Run for 271 is an event that we put on. It's an annual event. Um, what its purpose is, there's a few different things that we, that we do with what our mission is. One is we provide a community, family friendly event for our community. Secondly, we want to raise money for schools elementary schools. We've got 11 here in town now. And the last thing that we want to do is really try to encourage children to live a healthy, happy lifestyle. Yeah. And actually I was, I was checking out your website and I noticed one of the staggering statistics that you had on there was that 31% of local third graders were considered overweight or obese. That's like Coeur d'Alene kids, 30, 31% right. third graders. Uh, I mean, what do you believe is, is kind of the reasoning behind this? Um, I think there's a number of reasons. I mean, I think healthy, active lifestyles. I think kids nowadays play a lot of video games. They're encouraged to be online. I don't think there are as many physical activities as when we grew up. And so we wanted to really bring a fun event that was different, that got kids excited about moving and running and jumping and having a great time. So if we can really encourage kids to have fun while they're moving, I think that'll be make a huge difference. So you guys do, I know last year, some of your money went towards 
K through three libraries, right? In yes. school. Uh, you also help fund, you know, the PE programs and right. that sort of thing. Um, what has been maybe one of the biggest accomplishments that you've seen come from Run 271 in our local schools? Gosh, when we first started Run for 271, the money was going strictly to PE programs. So we've helped build rock walls. We've br- brought in all kinds of fun, different equipment. I think if kids have a variety of different equipment that they're using when they're learning how to be active rather than just your typical basketball, um, you know, sports, if they have different things that they can try to find something that they connect with. So we've, gosh, we've done all kinds of different equipment. We've done um, soccer goals. So basically for the first probably, gosh, four or five years of Run for 271, it was strictly going to PE equipment and to try to get kids active that way. Now we meet with each of the principals of the 11 schools and we let the principal decide where the money should go. So once we started going to the schools and being in the schools, we saw that there were a million different needs, not just PE equipment. And I think, you know, some of the schools were saying we have plenty of money for our PE equipment. So, hey, we are really low on K through three classroom libraries. So, we kind of decided to switch it up and let the principals decide because each of your schools are going to be different. I mean, some of them have, you know, higher income families. Some of them are 100% low income families. Their needs are going to be a lot different. So like a Bryan Elementary, one of the things that the money goes to for Run for 271 is crisis counseling. So they put on programs so that they're, if there are any kids who are in crisis or need emotional support, social support, the school provides counseling for them that's strictly paid out of, you know, people who donate money, run for 271. So these are programs that a lot of people maybe don't know about, but it's a need. I mean, these kids need support. And so there's, you know, that's a huge part of what we do. The K through three, we're doing a lot of K through five classroom libraries. So statistically, when children are by the time they get into third grade, if they're not at reading level by that time, the chances of them graduating, the chances of them succeeding in school drop dramatically just with reading. And it's not just reading. I mean, it carries over into other subjects as well, your math, your sciences. So reading is so huge. Some kids don't have access to books at home. You know, some of some parents don't have the money, don't have the resources. So in order to have every child in our school district have the opportunity to bring books home, to have books in their home will make a gigantic impact. So there's a lot of different things that we um, try to support. And we base it off what the teachers are saying, what the principals are saying. But classroom libraries, PE um, equipment, crisis counseling. We also support art music um, programs, which is huge. A lot of schools, they just, well, every school doesn't have the proper funding that they need for these things. And we're trying to supplement and help these teachers who need the money so badly. One one of the things that really stuck out to me that you said there was that you don't, you allow the principals to determine, you know, where the funds that you allocate to them go. Right. Because it's not, you know, every school is not a one size fit, fit all. Yeah. Um, there, there's different needs, you know, yes. like you said, for, for different schools. And ultimately, 
I think it's awesome that you guys haven't pigeonholed yourself into right into being like, no, you know, we only do PE programs, you know, when who says PE is more important than reading. Right. Right. And we believe that all of these things are important. You know, we want kids to be active, but we also want to give kids an opportunity just like anyone else to be able to achieve whatever they want. So I think asking the principals is is a great idea because they're going to know their students the best. And each school has different missions and different needs. Um, our newest school, Northwest Expedition Academy, they just opened up this year. It's their first year. So one of the things they do is they are trying to teach children outside of the school walls. So expeditions is a huge part of their school and their mission. So they take the kids to Spokane Falls or to the sawmills or to the lake to do water testing. So they need money to, um, you know, send these kids. They're expensive. These expeditions are expensive. So they have chosen this year that the money that we raise for them goes to expeditions for the kids, which they think is huge. I mean, kids thrive on different learning environments and being outside of the school walls. So there's all kinds of different things that will encourage kids, A, to be active, but B, to, you know, just have a bunch of different opportunities and learning experiences and just give them the best possible outcome for their future. Yeah, so do you guys allocate the money evenly throughout every school or is there kind of schools that, that need more funds that you guys are able to help with? This has been an ongoing hard decision because, you know, there's, there's schools who definitely need more that are low income schools. But we also want to motivate people to come and to come to our event because everyone who comes um, to our event who registers for either the 5K or the kids obstacle course run, when they register, they pick which school will receive their money. So we kind of have a competition between the schools and say, you know, if you go to Skyway, your school will get 100% of the money that you give to doing this race. That's a good thing and a bad thing because some of the schools are bigger than others. So, you know, but if they're bigger, they have more needs. We're still kind of trying to find the perfect way to be fair and to give as much money as we can to every school. Um, this year we're doing different, a different program. We're trying to find sponsors. So business sponsors who will come and just sponsor children to run. So say, you don't have the financial means to come or your parents work and you can't get there. We're really trying to include every single elementary student in our district to be able to come. So financially, we're thinking, you know, not only just getting money from participants, but if we can get community support, business support to kind of take the burden of the financial end of it off, then we can also give that money to the schools directly. Yeah, and so uh, I don't think we actually really touched base too much on what what the event actually is. Right. Uh, if you want to maybe let us share with us what that so, is. So uh, Run for 271 is an annual event. We always have it on the Saturday before school gets out. So this year it's on June 2nd. Uh, it's at McEwen Park downtown. So what it entails is we have a 5K, and that is for anybody. It doesn't have to be kids. can be parents, can be teachers, can be grandparents. Anybody and everybody is welcome in our community to run the 5K. We also have a kids' obstacle course, and that is designed for 2- to 12-year-olds. So we have 
four different waves. So we have the young kids, like the two, three, and four-year-olds go first. And then next we'll have the middle-aged kids. And then we'll have a, you know, like your fourth, fifth graders go last because they're a little bit um, stronger and more rambunctious. So, and then each wave is, you know, the first wave is only one loop around um, the park and there's six obstacles. So the little kids only go around the park one time. They hit each obstacle. So they'll do six obstacles. The second group will do two loops. So they're going to hit, you know, 12 obstacles. And then the third group will do three. Our last wave, we are, we are going to add this year a special needs category. So any of the kids who have special needs or they need someone to accompany them or don't like a lot of people or, you know, any special circumstance. We just want to make sure that we include every child, no matter where they are physically or if they have emotional issues, anything that we're including everybody. So we have the 5K, we have the obstacle course run. And then after that, we have a huge raffle. So last year we um, raffled off $30,000 worth of things, a lot of them being things to get kids active. So we had bikes, we had, you know, um, Hiawatha passes, we had Silverwood passes, we raffled off an iPad, I mean, anything that kind of gets kids excited. We also had date nights for parents. So Syringa um, gift cards and movie passes, that kind of stuff. Um, this year, we're going to have uh, men's basketball or Gonzaga men's basketball tickets, second row. So that'll be exciting. But the other thing we also do with our event is we have bounce houses, we have face painting, we have yard games, we have a DJ, we have um, Mudgy and Millie come. You Maybe you don't know Mudgy and Millie yet, but you will. Um, Soon enough. <laughs> Um, it's not just a race. It's an event. It's a, it's a half day for a family or for our community. We really want to bring the community together and, you know, help these schools out. Yeah. And so last year you guys had what, eight or 800 participants. What's your, what's your goal? Oh gosh. My goal is every kid in the district, but I don't know that that's possible. Which is how many kids? Uh, gosh, I don't even know. I, I, I couldn't even <laughs> yeah, tell right. you. My, the, the school my kids go to, Skyway Elementary, they have 640 kids. I don't yeah, even so know. Still... I mean, there's, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of kids in, yeah, our, so in our community. There's, there's some progress that uh, will be made there, I'm sure. Yeah, we're hoping for at least 1,000 participants, which means, you know, if, if the child's participating, their, their, um, family members will come and they'll buy raffle tickets and they'll buy food, which 100% of that money as well will go to the schools. You guys raise, you know, raise some of the money from the event on, donations right from yes through through businesses and and how else do you go about raising that twenty five thousand dollars last year to to help so technically the twenty five thousand dollars was what we gave to the schools last year um before the event even happens we find sponsors our community is incredibly generous and i have found a ton of sponsors that help us pay for the event. So we pay for insurance. We pay for medals for every kid and every participant. Um, we pay for DJ services. We pay for 
um, city fees are really expensive. So there's a lot of fees. So we find businesses who will come to us and pay for these things. So last year, gosh, we had, it cost about between eight and $9,000 to just put the event on. All of that money was given to us by our sponsors. We've had, um, gosh, this year, our two of our main sponsors are Lakeside Oral Surgery and Dental Implants. They've all, they've been with us for I think three years, but they're one of our platinum sponsors this year. And then I just got uh, a platinum sponsor today, Avondale Dental. So oh, awesome. Corey yeah, Wilson, Corey, yeah. yeah. So he just said he would be a platinum sponsor. I just looked at my email right before this, which is huge for us because we take that money then we can take 100% of registration fees and the raffle tickets and the and the food all of that stuff and give it to the schools so those companies are huge we also have some of our other big sponsors um Cordelaine Pediatrics mm-hmm. they've been with us for a long time and they're always committed to helping us um River City Animal Hospital. He happens to be Dr. Luce. He happens to be one of my friends and I've just kind of hounded him into being a sponsor. But, you know, in years past, it's been mostly friends of mine, but um, people are coming to us now and they want to be involved and they want to help. And they, I think they see the importance of, you know, the needs of the schools and they're really starting to believe in what we're doing. And, you know, I think everyone who contributes is making a difference. Yeah, that's that's cool. Actually, Corey was just on the podcast. We had him episode twenty nine. So yeah, last yeah last episode, and he he's president of the Excel Foundation, right? Which is amazing. Yeah, which I mean gives you know a lot of money back to the school district, but, right? I mean, clearly he sees something in your guys's uh, cause. You know, yeah, worthy, right? Yeah. So that's that's awesome that he did that. Um, why did you? basically take on being in the head of, you know, the spokesperson director of run for 271. Well, originally my good friend, Megan Leary, who I think, you know, um, she started this, she was working at Ramsey elementary. She started this, uh, run for 271 and we became friends and she was, you know, getting busy with her career and, um, she was running the Coeur d'Alene, uh, tri team at the time. So part of her mission is she wanted to give back to the community and she was always really good about that. And she inspired me to take this project over. And, you know, I've been growing it ever since. But for me, like I said, my mom was a huge inspiration. Um, I believe in giving back to our community. And I, being in the schools, my kids are both in elementary school. I see, I've met with a lot of teachers and seen the struggle of trying to get just basic needs for the school, paper and glue and scissors and, you know, brand new teachers who don't have classroom libraries and don't have the supplies they need. So I think just being in the schools and being present and volunteering in the schools is a huge motivator for for me to run run for 271. I think it's really important work. I was going to say like is it was there a, was there a breaking point maybe of like walking into, you know, your kids schools or whatever that was like, man, like this is 
this needs something and, right. and I can help out. Like There are so many of those stories that I could tell you about. Um, you know, walking into Bryan Elementary and having the principal explain to us that there are kids in our community who need crisis counseling, who, you know, their family's in crisis, whatever's going on at home. I mean, that... That hits you when you are on the outside. You didn't even know that, you know, second graders and, and six-year-olds need crisis counseling. And I think, you know, it's important to get into your school and kind of see what the needs are. Um, you know, the other story is a couple of years ago, my daughter, her teacher was a brand new teacher, not a brand new teacher, but she had been home raising her own kids for gosh, five years or something. She came back and didn't have a classroom library, didn't have supplies. And she would be constantly sending home emails. Um, Hey, I need paper. I need books. Does anyone have any books they could donate from my library? I really want my kids to have books to take home. The other thing is she started talking to me about the different levels of reading in her class. So she was a second grader at the time and she had children in her classroom who were reading at kindergarten level. And she also had kids who were reading at third, fourth grade level. So not only did she just need books for second graders, I mean, she basically needed books from, you know, four years old up until eight years old just to be able to accommodate the 30 kids that were in her class. So these kids are at different stages. It's not just a second grader needs second grade level books. I mean, they need a wide range of, you know, different books that will hold interest of the children, all different subjects. I mean, I just think books are so important, especially up until third grade. I think, you know, that is huge. If you have books you can donate to your, to your, um, teachers, if you have, gosh, I know jingle books, there's other different programs that really help, but statistics wise, if kids are not up to speed at third grade, I mean, they, they're going to get lost. Yeah. I mean, reading is critical. It's, it's one of those things that's the foundation of, of everything right. in school. Like if you don't know how to read, you can't do your science homework. You can't do your, you know, you can't read history books. Yep. You can't do any of that stuff. So that is, that is critical. Um, if you go back, say six years ago when okay. you were first getting involved with 271, what advice would you give yourself today? Oh gosh. Oh, that's tough. You know, I, every year I'm surprised at how many people are so generous in our community. And I thought, you know, six years ago, it was going to be so hard to get support from the community and money to, you know, allow us to even put this event on. But, you know, I would tell myself people are good. People are generous. You know, there's a lot of good that's happening in our community. And, you know, if you're scared to ask someone to help you, they probably won't. But I mean, I can ask just about anybody and say, Hey, are you willing to help out? This is what we're doing for the schools. And we don't get no's very often, which is pretty incredible. I just think our community is amazing and we have the support. I just think people need the knowledge of, you know, the funding that's going on in the schools and how much the teachers are paying out of their own pockets for um, the needs they have in their own classrooms and they don't, let's be honest. I mean, they don't have the money. They're making $34,000 to start out with. So, and every teacher that I talk to is just saying, 
I pay for my supplies. I buy my own art supplies. I buy my own, which I just think we should step up and we should, if everyone contributed, we wouldn't have that problem. So what accomplishment that you've seen go over uh, with 271 are you most proud of? Gosh, I think that um, the money aspect is nice and I think it's a huge need. I think money is, you know, everybody needs money to, you know, help promote learning and growth and whatnot. But I think bringing the community together for a positive event and having that camaraderie and, um, you know, having everyone that's there, business owners, kids, parents, teachers, principals, bringing everyone together for a common goal and just sharing that community, um, that togetherness, that you're not in this alone. We all should be helping each other. You know, like the saying, it, it takes a village, I think, you know, holds very true. And I think that we should all take care of each other. And I think this is a great event to bring everybody in our community together. I, I was looking at the website. What is it like thousand dollars or something? The first year it went on. It and was you little. Have, <laughs> you guys have kind of parlayed that each and every year and gotten yes. bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, ultimately being able to make a bigger impact on, on the schools kind of to piggyback off, you know, what you've been most proud of. Maybe what's, maybe what's one failure or challenge that you guys have had that, that has helped you ultimately in down the long run? Gosh, you know, it's hard because every year we come across some people who are angry or, you know, we've made mistakes along the way. We're, you know, learning as we go. And I think, you know, coming around from upsetting some people, it can be frustrating, but I think just keeping our eye on the prize and the main overall goal is what's important for us. Um, there's been a million failures. There's been a million failures, but I think we all keep moving forward. There's four of us board members now. So, you know, we've got Ann Cohn, who is our volunteer coordinator. I don't know if you know her or not, but she, um, she was the volunteer coordinator for the Coeur d'Alene Marathon for a long time. She's amazing. She does a, a lot of good things in the schools. I've got Lynette Luce. She's one of my good friends. She's my right-hand man. I mean, she takes care of anything and everything. And then we've got Melissa Stroh, who she's kind of the logistics coordinator. Um, but I think that we've we've definitely hit some bumps in the road and made some people mad but overall i think we're all doing it we we have the right goal in mind and we just move past and just keep on pushing yeah <laughs> right like you learn like you say hey you know you you hold your first event and you go man maybe we could have done that <laughs> yeah. better or you know let's change this next time and just continue you know to to get better and figure right. it out each time right so one time <laughs> one time a child got lost was supposed to be running the obstacle course and got started with the 5k so their parent came and the child was out on the course somewhere which goes out to nic and back uh. so things like that where it's like oh maybe we should have uh you know walkie talkies or reminders of this is the just little things like that yeah come, the, come up or you lose children you the know things you never think of you're like <laughs> oh man like i didn't know that you know we i never expected that a kid was gonna go run the 5k when he's supposed to be you know in this area doing this <laughs> obstacle course 
yeah so you know we we made some people mad along the way uh, <laughs> if you could get one message out to the community about run for 271 what would it be i would say if you can support support us in any way whether it's volunteers we need 100 volunteers for this event if you want to be a sponsor, if you have a business or if you want to sponsor a child to run this event, or if you want to give us a million dollars to give to the schools, <laughs> I mean, we'll take it. You never know. But, you know, <laughs> we would like everyone in the community to be involved, not just racing, but I mean, the money's, the money's good, but just to come and just to be a part of it and just to learn about what the schools need, you know, get into your local elementary schools and ask the teachers what they need. Talk to the principals and, you know, talk to the kids and see, you know, what inspires them and what they need. I just, I, I think. What we do with these children at this age is so important that I think everybody should be involved somehow. So many people sit, you know, sit back and oh, you know, this happened. Life gets busy. How yeah? How can people go on and and find more about Run for Two Seventy One? Find out more about it. You know, we've got a website, um, Run for Two Seventy One dot org. Um, you can always go to our website. You can register from our website. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Um, you know. Anyone in the elementary schools can direct you in the right direction, but I'm always available. But the website has my name, my um, phone number, my address, all of that. So if anyone wants to contact me, um, we would love, we would love it. We, we always need sponsors. We always need volunteers. We, of course, want everyone to sign up because that money will go right to the schools. Yeah, and so you said this year's, you said June 2nd? June 2nd, right. McEwen Park. Um, the 5K starts, gosh, we haven't exactly set a date, but last, or a time. Last year it was 9 a.m. I were thinking maybe 8.30, um, but the event goes all the way until 1 p.m. So we always have our huge raffle at the end at 12.30 to kind of keep people sticking around. You have to be there to win. But we have um, Curtis Orthodontics brings their snow cone truck. We're going to have food. We have music. We have entertainment. We have games. We have bounce houses. Um, all of the bounce houses, face painting, all of that extra stuff is included with your registration. So it's not an extra fee. That is just for kids to come down and have fun. We always have face painting. We'll have a bunch of art teachers there and volunteers doing that um we're always looking for fun activities for the kids in the in the time between the race and the raffle so yeah it's 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 a great event and it's it's not just the race it's you know a whole afternoon morning of of just fun for everybody awesome uh we we appreciate you uh coming on and sharing more about run for 271 and i know if i can speak on you know behalf of the community to say thank you for for spearheading basically this hey thanks you're welcome appreciate it